Hello, welcome to Cover Your Eyes Uncovered. I'm Holly Oliver. And I'm Sarah Devereaux. And today, I'm going to take Sarah on a ride. <laughs> and we're going to start to with where? a quiz. Oh my god, okay. If I told you Yay. where we were going, I might give it away. Okay. <laughs> I like surprises. But, well, before we get started, I heard that you got a letter... Yes. From a sex worker. I did. And we had asked, we we put a call out to all sex workers uh, in the Risky Business episode, uh, just asking for general input. So I'm really excited. It reminded me of Risky Business because I was thinking back to like when Tom Cruise was sliding across the floor with his Ray-Bans on. How did he do that safely, you know? But anyway, let's get on with the quiz. You ready? It's not really a quiz, yes. but it kind of is. Okay, that's fine. My cat it keeps opening the door. I'm so sorry for the creaks. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, so I was wondering, um, do you know, you know Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, yes, I love her. Okay, you know that show that she was on where she would buy a lot of shoes all the time? I think I've heard of it. (laughs) What's the name of it? Do you remember what the name of it is? Sex and the City. Okay. Um, A lot of people say Sex in the City, but it's and the City. Do you remember Snow White? The Disney Snow White? Of course. What does the wicked stepmother say in Snow White when she's looking into the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Where is the Statue of Liberty located? New York City, Ellis Island. Okay. You know that movie? Uh, it's called Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like back when the originals, I know their volumes are all whatever named, but what I'm not a Star Wars person, but so, Neither you know, I. you know, whenever Darth Vader is like fessing up to his paternity, uh-huh. well, what does he say? Like, how does he break the news? They are fighting, I think, with their lightsabers, him and Luke Skywalker. And he says, Luke, I am your father. Okay. So if I were an alien, how would you describe the color chartreuse to me? So I think chartreuse is like a shade of green, like a 70s green. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe similar to like avocado green or more yellowy. Okay. A yellowy green. Yeah. You know, in the 90s, how Sinbad was in that movie where he played a genie? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. What, what was, was the name that? of that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like Sinbad, but I don't remember the movie. We'll get back to it. Okay. Did you see the movie? I don't know. Okay. I don't think I did. Okay. I'm failing the pop quiz. No, it's okay. It's okay. You, there's, there are no right or wrong answers here. Okay. What does Forrest Gump say when he's sitting on the bench in that Forrest Gump movie? That was in Savannah. Where's <laughs> in nice. Savannah that I went to? Um, he says, Mom always says, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and now we're going to take a dark turn. Oh, God. You Do you remember the Lindbergh 
baby getting kidnapped like in 1932. I remember hearing about it. I wasn't alive, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, God damn it. (laughs) Why am I asking you? (laughs) Yes, I do remember. (laughs) So like what happened? I think that they caught a man named Bruno Hopman. They thought that he took the baby. Um, he was like a German American, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that they just stoked. It kind of reminds me of like uh, raising Arizona. He just like <laughs> climbed in through a window or something and took the famous person's baby. And I guess he was going to hold it for ransom. Okay. And that's all I really remember about it. Okay. But they caught they caught the killers. Yes. Okay. Um, do you remember the Tiananmen Square protests in 1989? I remember seeing it on TV and like mm-hmm. seeing the people standing in front of the tanks. And I swear that I remember them like showing someone actually get run over by a tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like watching that happen. Yeah. As a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So do you remember when Tom Cruise slid across the floor in Risky Business? Yes. What was he wearing? He was wearing, um, I think he was wearing like just white gym socks pulled up to his calf, mm-hmm. white tidy whities and like a button up, I think pink Oxford mm-hmm. kind of shirt mm-hmm. and then sunglasses. Okay. Oh, one more question. You know Nelson Mandela? Yes. Do you remember him dying in prison in the 80s? No. He didn't die in prison, right? No, he went on to become president of South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) I think he died in like 2013. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. I should know that because of what we're going to discuss, which is the Mandela effect. Mandela, the Mandela Mm. effect. Have you heard of this? Okay. No. Okay. Well, that series of questions I just asked you, let's go back to them because some people remember things very differently than what they apparently actually are. Mm-hmm. Sex in the City. Great show. Except <laughs> that you were correct, and it is called Sex and the City. However, mm-hmm. there are tons of people out there who swear up and down that it's Sex in the City. And that I know. they have seen... Oh, so you know about this. No, I mean, I just know that everybody says that. I didn't know it was like a... Oh, yeah. It's part of the Mandela effect, which is basically Mm -hmm. that there's mass amount of people remembering the same thing wrong in the same way. And then when they go and say, look it up on the internet. So you have a group of friends and they're all calling it sex in the city. And they're like, I swear to God, my DVDs at home say sex in the city. (laughs) You know, all my T-shirts, my wine cups, all of it, right? Or I guess it would be my martini (laughs) glasses say sex in the city. And they're all saying, all their friends are saying this. They go home. Lo and behold, that martini glass, it says sex and the city. Mm-hmm. But and then everybody swears up and down. No, 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 this is wrong. Okay, I can totally see myself falling into something like that. Right, because magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? She doesn't say mirror, mirror on the wall. 
She says magic mirror. Yeah. So Snow White's Wicked Whoa, Stepmother. I just got like chills. Exactly. You just <laughs> experienced. So you just experienced the mandala effect. Wow. Yes. Go back and listen. She says magic mirror on the wall. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. It does make more sense. It's a magic mirror. Wow. So the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Located on Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. Except it's not. It's located on Liberty Island, which is a different island. What? Oh, my God. So you just see it on your way to Ellis Island when you're immigrating mm-hmm. in the early 1900s. What? It's, go- it's on Liberty Island? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. And I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did you think you were on Ellis Island? I don't know what I thought. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know anything. Wow. Do you not know anything or do you know too much? I think I know too much. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I mean, wow. Yeah, that was probably, I was there like 16 years ago. And maybe at the time I realized it while I was there, but I definitely don't remember. And I would still, I did say it was on Ellis Island. That's insane. Here's another one you're going to like. You think, Luke, I am your father? (laughs) He doesn't say that? He says, no, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father? He says, no, I am your father. my God. That's crazy. So you were right about chartreuse. It is a green. But here's, okay, so you want to talk about when I've experienced the mandala, I keep calling it a mandala, Mandela, when I keep experiencing the Mandela effect. Like Nelson Mandela? Yes. Okay. It's, I'll get to, I'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so chartreuse. Mm -hmm. My whole life, up until probably 10 years ago. I swore up and down that chartreuse was like a hot pink color. Oh, wow. And I knew this for a fact mm-hmm. to be true. But it's not. It's green. And I remember the very moment my mother-in-law called a green. We were shopping and she held up a green piece of clothing. And she was like, oh, I love the chartreuse color. And I thought, what? And I was like, I don't know. I think, isn't that, I'm thinking like, isn't that hot pink? But I also didn't want to correct her on it. Because, yeah, good thing you, know, you didn't. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you, you were know. wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, the top pink. Okay. <laughs> but like, seriously, I was like, totally wigged out by it. So mm-hmm. then when I see that, that this is a trend of chartreuse is often cited as an example of the Mandela effect. I was like, there's a bunch of other people who thought chartreuse was a hot pink. Like a fuchsia. Oh, I always used to think it was like a maroonish color for some reason. See? And I remember finding out it was actually green. And I was like, it just doesn't sound like it should be a green. Right. Yeah. I just found out like within the last 10 years what chartreuse actually was too. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I was surprised. See, we flipped timelines 10 years ago. <laughs> and we went on the timeline where chartreuse is now green. That both happened to us. We both found out chartreuse was actually green about 10 years ago. That's weird. 
I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you know that Sinbad movie where he played a genie? I mean, kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, it's called Shazam. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you remember? I mean, I don't think I actually watched it, but I like remember it being a thing. Okay, because that movie doesn't exist. Okay, then I don't remember it. There's a movie called Kazam mm-hmm. with Shaquille O'Neal, where he plays a genie, but Sinbad's okay. not in it. Now, see, that one's really easy Yeah, to explain with memory. I remember just Sinbad like, being funny, but I don't really remember what I actually saw him in. Like TV shows, like a different world, but yeah, you know what I remember him from is the Tybo, Billy Blanks Tybo infomercial, and he wore, he was like a testimonial. He was like Billy Blanks got me into shape. Are you joking? I don't remember. No, (laughs) and he was wearing those like genie parachute kind of pants. Yeah. And I think people (laughs) (laughs) first say Sinbad. Which is a genie name. Exactly. Then he wears genie pants. Mm-hmm. He's around in he the did. 90s. Mm-hmm. Kazam is a movie where someone with a sh sound, Shaquille O'Neal, plays mm-hmm. a genie. Shazam. Okay. Shazam. See how we get there? Yeah. So that one. That one seems really mm-hmm. obvious to me of like, no, this is actually a probably you know just a memory yeah he's like named after a genie and he was commonly wore genie pants like you yeah said. and then there is a movie that exists where there's a guy who's a genie in it yeah too so it's like okay so then Forrest Gump we mm-hmm. all know this one what does he say okay. again about no don't make me say it if it's wrong <laughs> Mommy says life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Wait, what did you say again? Mama always said life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Okay. Are you sure it's not laugh was like a box of chocolates? Um, No, I just said life is like a box of chocolates. Laugh was like a box of chocolates. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's apparently what it is. Mm-hmm. This one really gets people riled up. I'm getting riled right now. So you think it's life is like a box of chocolates. Like that is Um, what it is. You're easily accepting that we're only wrong here and that something else isn't going on, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The Lindbergh baby. This is one where much like chartreuse, but on a, on a deeper level, um, where I thought, okay, maybe there's something really funny going on here with this Mandala effect because I remember very distinctly that the Lindbergh kidnapping was never solved. And a lot of other people do. But you were correct. It was solved. And the killer was convicted and he was put on death row. You know how you got chills earlier? Probably 10, 15 years ago, I discovered that the Lindbergh baby case had been solved. And when I first read it, I was like, 
oh, someone just like cracked the case. Like I was like, oh, this is like a recent development, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. interested in it because that it had always been something that I couldn't like that I wondered about. Like, I wonder whatever happened to that baby. And like, I even thought like I had even had entertained ideas of like that the baby had survived and was Mm -hmm. like, you know, living somewhere like. So, I mean, it was a it was a case that I've thought of as unsolved. So then I find mm-hmm. out that apparently it was always solved. And that gave me chills. Ooh. Yeah, I wonder why you thought that. Because I was on a different timeline. Wasn't there some, like, question as to whether it was actually him? And wasn't it, like, somewhat controversial? Oh, or... I haven't heard that. Because okay, I, I mean, thought I might be making that up. <laughs> Great, you're just you're just spreading rumors. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> exactly, that's the Mandela convinced. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know the Tiananmen Square protests in 1989. Oh my God! Yeah. You remember the guy getting fucking ran over by that tank? Yeah, I, remember I think that. I do. No, I okay. remember that. Okay. And not only do I remember that, I never forgot it mm-hmm. in my life. I, that was a memory I always held because it's horrifying. And I can yes. see it in my head right now. Me too. But. Okay. Also, <laughs> my mom, this is the other thing I remember that I never forgot. Because at the time, I was like amazed. I was like, that was like whenever sometimes she'd just like throw down serious wisdom mm-hmm. and she made a comment because because we were watching it on the news like breaking news footage and yeah. she made a comment about how the commies like communist states will run over their own people because they're just cogs in a machine to them and they're not real and that, like, mm-hmm. that's the problem with communism. And I remember it, it, like, stuck out in my head my whole life. This whole memory. Except, apparently, oh it didn't fucking happen. What? Yeah, They didn't really get chills. run over? Apparently not. He didn't get ran over. Apparently, they grabbed him and moved him out of the way. That did not happen in my timeline. This is the one that sticks. I actually think the timeline shifting might be at work here. That we were in a different timeline where the Chinese government was like, yeah, it's cool to mow down people with tanks in the street because they don't like us. Mm -hmm. But we moved to a timeline where the Chinese government said, life has value, we're going to move this guy out of the way of the tank. Wow. So That's a better timeline. It is a better timeline. So he didn't get run over. I swear that I remember that, like, some people got run over. I thought it was more than one person, and I Mm -hmm. thought that there were, like, flattened bodies on the road. Because there were. Where is it coming from? No, it's coming from we were in a different timeline. What is happening right now? I know. It's a trip, man. And you know what? It all started because Tom Cruise is not wearing Ray-Bans when he slides across the floor. 
That's right. He's not. And I mean, we just watched that not even that long ago. I know. But you know what? With that one, I primed you. I primed you, Sarah. I primed you to think that Tom Cruise had Ray-Bans on when he slid across the floor because at the very beginning of this episode, I mentioned that he had sunglasses Mm -hmm. on when he slid across the floor. Yeah, he did. So that is one explanation, this Mm -hmm. cultural phenomenon that's associated with the Mandala effect, is that you, I, I told you there's something there, so then now you see it. So like if you go online and you look up Mandala effect, you're going to find a list of things. And one of them is, okay, so do you remember that peanut butter when we were a kid? That um, Choosy Mom's Choose Jeff. Right. Peter Pan, Skippy. You said it, Choosy Mom's Choose Jiff. Yeah. Or is it Jiffy? I, it's got to be Jiff. It is Jiff. I've always thought okay. it was Jiff. But there's a bunch of people who swear it's Jiffy. No, definitely not. Now, are they getting what what uh, the common explanation, which I tend to agree with, is that there was that Jiffy popcorn mm-hmm. and then Jiff peanut butter. Yeah. And they were very popular at the same time. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Whenever you see a picture side by side on the Internet and one says Jiffy and the other says Jiff and you haven't even thought about it until now. It's easy to like confuse things and to go, wait a second, is that real? Another example right. is the Fruit of a Looms logo. Does it have a cornucopia mm-hmm. or not? No. Okay. Well, a lot of people, including me, swear up and down mm-hmm. that it had a cornucopia growing up. And then one day mm-hmm. when I went to the store, I saw it and I thought, oh, they got rid of that cornucopia. Whoa. You're starting to, like, make me think. I can, like, picture it with the cornucopia now. Like, this is what makes witness testimony and, like, confessions after someone's been held for, like, 24 hours. This is what makes them all doubtful. I'm already fucking your reality up. Yeah, I don't even trust myself right now. I know. I am so sorry (laughs) I'm doing this to you. (laughs) It's not even 10 (laughs) a.m. in my day. Shattered. My reality's been shattered before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. <clears throat> I want to just hear like more and more, mm-hmm. <laughs> more of these. I want to just well, listen to these all day. <laughs> there are there are so many, and it's like what's interesting is that you thought you immediately said Jif, and you were like, absolutely, mm-hmm. it's never been anything else. It's Jif. I agree with you. That's my only memory has been that way. But then you take something like the Tiananmen Square incident. I know in my bones that people got ran over and that it was on TV. I know it in my bones. And not only do I, I know. I remember it too. Yeah. We have memories that we never forgot. Mm-hmm. We ne- I never forgot that happened. And in fact, a lot of the time when I would be reading something about China, it would come up. And I would be like, I wish I hadn't yeah. seen that. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's like Me a traumatic too. memory for both of us, right? Yes. So whenever you have one, a, a Mandela effect, Mandela, Jesus, a Mandela effect that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. 
it's like we, you know, feel it in our bones. But then there's these but then there's people who feel it in their bones that Jiffy was the name of the peanut butter. Right. So I'm gonna go with everything's right and everything's wrong at the same time. And that when you become the neutral still point, then you can go to any timeline you want, thus becoming a magician. But also there's other explanations, such as okay. confabulation. I, I have been using that word so much lately, and I swear that I just confabulate. I'm a confabulator. <laughs> Tell me more about your confabulation. So things where I like am convinced <laughs> that something happened and it really didn't, or like there'll be something funny that happened. Like even just recently on our vacation, like there was something that Dan said that was so hilarious, and we were talking about it, and I thought that I had said it. Like I swear <laughs> to God, like I was the one that said it, and he was like, "I'm the one that said it." And I'm like, no, I did. Like, and I can convince myself that I said it. Just there are so many things like that. A lot of them actually involve funny things that were said, and I think <laughs> I said them, but actually use it. It's a lot of them, but there are others. Would you say you have a comedic <laughs> confabulation <laughs> complex? Yes, <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's the primary symptom is involving comedic <laughs> material. But there are others. I can't think of one right now, but it's like, sometimes it scares me where I'm like, am I losing my mind well if you think that about I it so easily like think something's <laughs> true but it's not you know yeah well we fill in gaps in mm-hmm. our memory to like have a coherent narrative for the memory yeah so like that's the intellectual component of it but anytime my gaps there's favor me yeah. Like if I have to fill something in, I favor I, f- I fill it in in like my favor to where I said the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That must be what's happening. Sometimes I think that I need like more vitamin B1 because like people get like Wernicke Korsakoff syndrome and confabulation is a huge part of it from like oh. alcoholism and they have like mm-hmm. severe vitamin B1 shortage. Really? Like, maybe I need to take that. Even though I don't even drink really. Um, I'm like, Maybe I yeah. have it some other way. Is that a good supplement? I'm starting for, to like notice it. Is that a good supplement for mm-hmm. people who drink a lot? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You should take all it? the B vitamins, but definitely Vitamin B1. B1? Mm-hmm. Just for all of our boozy listeners out there. Definitely. Take your Bs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody confabulates, though. I mean. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to, to tell a story. Every time you remember, you're remembering the memory of the memory. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like if you copy, if I made you a mixtape on a cassette and then you copied it every single time you listen to it and listen to the copy that you just made of the last copy that you made. That's what memory is, mm-hmm. from what I understand. That makes sense. How would you put it? Yeah, I guess it's kind of just like 
a game of telephone and like as it gets passed along like different things change and sometimes little details get changed that don't make a big difference and then eventually all the little details add up and it's made a big difference and it's changed the story and sometimes with memory it's like you're playing a game of telephone with yourself like that's why I feel like I'm reaching back in <laughs> totally and being like, am I getting these details right? Or am I like inserting myself into the place of someone else in the story? Because mm-hmm. after a while, it's like sometimes I honestly don't remember because I've heard the story so many times and it's like, did I actually do that? <laughs> yeah. And then if you learn something else. So like if I asked you two months from now, to tell me about that conversation that you and Dan had where the funny thing was said, Mm -hmm. would you now remember it as him saying the funny thing? Cause you had found out that he had said it. That's a good question. (laughs) I might still hold on to me saying it (laughs) and just knowing that he corrected me or he tried to correct me (laughs) and still believing that I said it. You received post event information Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, it was accurate. Allegedly. Allegedly accurate. <laughs> but what if it wasn't accurate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I would just be like spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I wonder. I wonder how that has anything to do with the current um, <laughs> social political climate. I don't know. I don't think it does. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so you know that guy Alexander Hamilton mm-hmm, I've heard of him <laughs> okay I I don't do musicals so I'm not I don't really know about the hip musical Hamilton except that yeah. it's hard to get tickets right um, <laughs> what did he do like what like what job did he have yeah so eventually he was president but before that, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he like treasurer? Did you know secretary of something? Did you know that uh, Alexander Hamilton was never president? <laughs> Take this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because a lot of people, <laughs> a lot, a lot of people think I think that he Hamilton was was a president. Okay. I know. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Like, now that you're saying this, I remember, like, hearing this and thinking, like, yeah, why don't people know that? And then... Right. I am now one of those people. (laughs) It's so crazy, and that makes me feel, like, so dumb. No, I'm, like, a bad American. (laughs) he, He is... A found, he's considered a founding father. I mean, he yeah. like helped write the declaration. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is that you have founding father wrapped up in your mind with presidents. Yeah. And so those are all coming from the same like area. So whenever mm-hmm. you remember, you're just pulling some information out of your presidential founding fathers of the United States file <laughs> kind of yes. a thing. And it's like kind of getting jumbled, something. right? I'm scared to ask you this. Is he on money though? I believe he is on money. That's what's messing me up. Right. Well, presidents. and that's, that's another thing that would 
put him in the president file in your brain. Yeah. Maybe and maybe he was like the treasurer and that's why I think of him. I don't know. And that's why he's on money. This is so dumb. I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, he's on the ten dollar bill. So He's one of two non-presidents to be featured on U.S. Yeah, yeah and the other one's Benjamin Franklin, which obviously yeah. I at least knew he wasn't a president. Yeah, he was the first Treasury Secretary, so at least I got that part right. Yeah, totally. But then I thought he went on to become president. And he did. <laughs> George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James mm-hmm. Madison, James Monroe. He didn't okay. need to be president. He's in charge of the money. I mean, that's more important. We all re- yeah. we all have different memories of. Everything we just talked about. I need to be less judgmental. That's what I'm <laughs> learning from this episode today. I'll try. Awesome. That's great. What a great thing. Do you I want mean, to talk I don't about- know if I'm going to do it. I'm just saying I need to be. <laughs> I feel like this is just part one of the Mandela. Oh, my God. Nelson. Nelson mandela and- into thinking it's Mandela. I want to call him Mandala. Like a Mandala. <laughs> You know, like what's that? It's like the round, spirally, meditative oh. um, circle that has yeah. it's all mirror for like hypnosis. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I just want to hear at least five of these every episode now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we can come back to them. Don't. Yeah. Don't look it up, They're and so I'll good. ask you because the other thing I noticed was like, how do you approach this from a question angle? In the mm-hmm. least suggestive way. Mm-hmm. Because if you're too, seeing two things side by side, it's not very accurate. Right. Oh, yeah. There's another peanut butter called Skippy. And I wonder if people were mm. mixing up Jif and Skippy together, too, and making it Jiffy. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a fun game, too, of like, well, what could be the most physical, rational reason for people misremembering en masse. Yeah. Cause that's really what, what it comes down to. If you wanna get it, if you wanna remove all of the metaphysical and astrophysics <laughs> explanations for the Mandela effect, then you have memory is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and humans are weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes memory is fallible that's so, been demonstrated time and time again so it's like you can piece together like this is how to me like i'm looking at these like well this is like i'm understanding better how memory works by being able to piece together like well there was skippy then there was jiffy popcorn and then there's like jiff peanut butter and like how do all of these things blend together? And some of them blend very easily, like that one or the Shaquille O'Neal Sinbad fake Shazam movie. Like that mm-hmm. one is like my favorite example of how to explain by misremembering things and confabulation. That's kind of where I'm at with that. But let's come back to this because I'm super into it. Me too. And maybe so interesting. I'll, maybe I'll dive into timelines to the extent that I won't feel like a complete ass trying to explain it. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't sound like an ass. Because I understand it in a way, not mm-hmm. in a way I would feel comfortable explaining in public. <laughs> I mean, it's just something interesting to even bring up as an explanation, just to even throw it out there. Also, check out holograms. 
Think about how cells reproduce. Oh, no. Look at neural networks. Then Mm -hmm. go look at star nurseries in space. Oh. Contemplate decimal point. Timelines. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Crazy. That's what I'm going to say on that. (laughs) So (laughs) So let's get to the letter. Okay. I'm excited. This is a letter we got based on the question that we asked from Risky Business. So I'll just jump right in. It starts with, Dear Cover Your Eyes podcast, last week I had to do something that may seem like a common procedure, but to me it felt more like the seventh level of hell. I had to get a wisdom tooth removed. That's the worst. So that got my attention because I remember getting mine removed. It was so terrible. I got all four at once. Did you get all four at once? Yes. How old were you? I was 28. Oh my God. Are you kidding? No. Oh shit. They just started bugging me out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then it was awful. And my doctor was like, we're going to have to put you on an IV if you don't eat something. Oh wow. (laughs) Because I was on Vicodin, but I couldn't eat anything. I just watched Charlie's Angels from the first season on mm-hmm. for like four days straight <laughs> and scratched gently my arms. Weird. It is the seventh God. seventh level of hell. I agree. I got mine done in high school. I think I was like 15 or something. I was like in instant pain as soon as I woke up from it. The anesthesia, the pain medicine, it had like no effect on me. I woke up like crying Mm-hmm. going out to the car crying all the way home mm-hmm. it was so painful and my face swelled up like a mm-hmm. Campbell soup kid like my cheeks mm-hmm. were so huge and I had scabs on the corner oh. of my mouth from having my mouth stretched open the whole time oh my gosh and then I got like dry sockets and I got like I think they gave me Tylenol 3 or something what it was not even helping that's bullshit. it was so terrible that's the one time you need opioids <laughs> for real when you get wisdom teeth taken it was out. not enough opioids <laughs> not condoning like strong opioid use absolutely my procedures but that <laughs> required them mm-hmm. i missed like a week of school i was in agony I had like a belt tied around my head with ice packs strapped <gasps> onto each side on each of my oh cheeks. Oh my god! <laughs> I've got to find the picture. It's like <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> oh. I look like I was hit by a truck. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Sorry. So let me get back to this letter. <laughs> um, so we all agree that wisdom teeth being removed can be like the seventh level of health. Absolutely. But let me just tell you. So then I remember, like a few months later. At cheerleading practice, one of the girls came back and she had just had her wisdom teeth removed like the day before. And she was at practice, like doing everything normally. I'm like, aren't you in like a lot of pain? And mm-hmm. she was like, no, I'm fine. And uh-huh. I was like, you bitch. <laughs> How are you like jumping around and doing shit? Like I was anyways. Maybe she was actually the real Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Something. Super healing powers. She's the same one who ran over my foot later. <laughs> oh, what a jerk. Never mind. <laughs> oh, an accident. Buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was just a bad driver. <laughs> um, okay. The entire week preceding the operation, I was preoccupied with an irrational fear of doctors. I felt like I was laying inside a coffin. There was, however, a saving grace that kept me going. Sex work. I've been selling nudes and masturbation videos online for about a year already, and while it was fun at first, it had begun to lose its luster. 
I might have even given it up if not presented with this crisis. It wasn't until I lay doing deep breathing exercises inside my coffin that I remembered I could make money by getting up, dressing in a sexy outfit, putting on a little makeup, and taking lewd photos. So that's what I did. And all of a sudden, I didn't feel as depressed. I didn't feel like a victim. I remember that I'm smoking hot. <laughs> now I have a renewed desire to sell nude photos online and make some good money doing it. As a cross-country and soon-to-be international traveler, I'm always looking for a way to make some remote income. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd tell you my story. Sincerely, Babe Report. P.S. I got the dang tooth out and I'm healing up just fine. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. I, w- I wouldn't have thought about it that way. No, I definitely would have never connected the two things. I guess I think for myself, I don't think of sharing. But also, I've been married for a long time. Obviously, I don't think of sharing my nude body with the public. So I couldn't relate to it that way. You need to pay to see this body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I have, like, hairy toes. <laughs> so I could have, like, a niche market. <laughs> totally. A foot fetish for feminine but hairy toes. Okay. I'm looking into it now. Thank you, babe <laughs> report. You just... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. New ideas. So, um, yeah. I mean, her letter's cool because it's just talking about Because so many people are, like... I know there's like a dark side to sex work where people are forced Mm -hmm. into it, but so many people are doing it of their own free will and they get like power from it. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to like look at all those Mm -hmm. before you put down the whole industry. I agree. There's lots of options out there. Yeah. For all you sacred whores. Oh my God. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) That was a good episode. Awesome. Okay, bye. (laughs) On that note, bye.